Welcome to the Bite Size Podcast. I'm your host, Lorraine Michaels, former EMT and nursing assistant, now business owner and wild entrepreneur. I walked away from over 15 years in medicine to pursue my passion and my God-given talents. Now, I get the honor of helping other women discover their passions and purpose. If you're feeling stuck in life, unsure where to go or what to do, welcome. If you're exactly where you wanna be, great, you're welcome here too. If you have faced any kind of hardship or setback, you have found a safe place here. In other words, no matter who you are or what you've been through or what you're going through, this is the space for you. On the Bite Size Podcast, we'll discuss life, business, and faith. There's something for everyone. So grab a cup of coffee and something to take notes with because there will definitely be things you won't want to forget. Welcome back to the Bite Size Podcast. I'm your host, Lorraine Michaels, and today, today's episode, if you're my friend and you you know what is going on in my life right now, you definitely know what I'm talking about because I was talking about how I'm going to definitely make a podcast out of what is going on, right? Isn't that how creators, what we do? We um, use real life experiences and try and make it relatable and hopefully help someone through something that they're experiencing so they know that they're not alone. So today's episode is going to be about the balancing act, the intersection of messy action and first impressions. Ladies, if you were in my small group and you're listening to this, you're laughing already and I know it. (laughs) So the significance of this episode is because both of these things apart are very important. Messy action alone, very important. First impressions alone, very important. I think we could say that both of them, no matter what, they're both very important anytime, all the time, right? And the goal of finding the right balance between taking messy action and making a positive first impression can often be tricky because I feel like when you hear the two, they sound like opposites. You can't have them both, right? Someone might think that. I don't know. I I don't think I separate them in, in because of what has happened now. Now I feel like they're melded together. But anyway, so I talk a lot about taking messy action all the time and how you can't be totally perfect and planned out. It's just unrealistic by being a perfectionist, if you will, and I'm using air quotes, is procrastination because you're just waiting until it's perfect. And, and here's the hard truth, friend. It's never going to be perfect. There's no such thing as perfect. And if you wait until it's perfect, it's never going to happen. You're never going to do it. So by default, being thinking that you are a perfectionist, you are not a perfectionist. You are a procrastinator. And I am. I say that because I was once in that boat and it took me, I think Ed Milet said it and I was just like, huh, you're absolutely right. Because I always thought like, oh, I'm type A. I'm a perfectionist. no. Um, there's something deeper about it, but we're not going into that. So anyways, some key points I want to talk about today are 
the messy action mindset, the power of first impressions, finding the balance, and give you some real-world examples, and then, of course, some practical tips and takeaways. So let's start with the messy action mindset. Let's define messy action. I talk about this all the time. It's when you take action that you don't have it all planned out. You don't have it all figured out. You have no idea what's going to happen. You're just going to do it. And it's messy. But you figure it out as you go. You learn as you go. You adjust and change and adapt as you go. But the whole point of it is, is taking that first step, taking that action step and, and moving towards your goal, towards growth. And the importance of it is because it it pertains to personal growth and professional growth because you can't you can't change, you can't evolve, you can't grow unless if you're moving and you're not moving unless if you're taking action. Are you tracking with me? Some common fears and obstacles that prevent people from taking messy action are fear of failure, fear of the unknown, fear of not knowing, like not having that plan. So again, that's kind of fear of the unknown, but the fear of being judged. Um, Obstacles could be obstacles could be money. I'm just going to go, I'm going to shoot straight with you right now. Obstacles could be money. You couldn't take the, that messy action because you don't have the money or you don't think you have the money for it. You don't know how much it's going to cost. Um, let me, let's, I'll, I'll give you some real life scenarios, some real life examples here of personal stories, how I thrived and some examples of how I've taken messy action. One would be with all of my entrepreneurial businesses, all the businesses that I did. So I was in a a multi-level marketing business and that took a tremendous amount of messy action because I had never been in business for myself or had touched on any entrepreneurial paths before. So I had no idea what to expect, what I was doing, how to do it who to associate with, what books to read. I knew nothing. I have had my whole adult career was medicine. That's all I knew. Lived and breathed medicine. And so this was a whole new world to me, a whole new experience. So anytime that I started a business or was in business, I was taking messy action, doing the podcast, starting this, you know, I had no idea what platform to use. What about intros, outros? Is it going to be a solo episode? I had all these questions and it wasn't until I took, um, I think it was a course that Jenna Kutcher did about starting a podcast. And she even said the same thing, just do it. If you want to write a book, how do you write a book? You start writing. If you want to do a podcast, how do you start a podcast? You just do it. You figure it out. I I have headphones and a mic now if you're watching this or if you're listening, I'm telling you. (laughs) But before, when I first started, you know what I was doing? I was on my iPhone and I had headphones or a microphone connected to my iPhone. One or the other because you only have one port on your iPhone. (laughs) So, But I took messy action. I was in a closet. I didn't have a desk. I didn't have an office. I didn't like, I had no idea what to do or how to do it, but I just took the next step 
How about parenting? When you're a first-time parent, you've never raised a child before. You don't know what you're doing. You know, as you, I mean, I can think of so many examples and and how um, you're taking messy action and not even knowing it. But basically, you're taking a step in the direction that you want to go, not knowing the full plan. You're taking a leap of faith, right? One of my friends, Damian Cook, he was on my podcast. I've been to an event with him. Uh, he's part of the John Maxwell leadership team. He started a group. It was like a focus group or a mini mastermind, if you will. Never done it before. Had no idea what he was doing, but he did it. He took messy action because there was an end result. There was a goal he wanted to achieve and accomplish. And so he just did it and he learned along the way. The groups were amazing and they've helped so many people. So taking messy action, I feel, is only positive because it stretches you, you grow, you learn, and you become a better person. Now let's talk about first impressions. The power of first impressions. (laughs) The significance of first impressions, they come in various contexts, um, such as job interviews, networking, social relationships. Um, Okay, let's talk about this. First thing that came to my mind, because I said socials, is people that are selling stuff on social media that slide into your DMs and just cold pitch you not knowing you, your story, what you want, what you need, um, none of that. And they just go in and they try to sell you. That's a first impression, right? Uh, My first impression is, bye, I do not want to work with you. Don't even care if what you're selling is something that I need. That's just not how you just started that relationship off on the wrong foot. For me personally, some people are successful with it. That's just not how I operate, but... So that first impression counts, a job interviews, if you go in and you're hungover or you didn't research the company that you're doing an interview for and they're asking you questions and you're just like winging it, that, that is a first impression that they're like, this person is not even serious about this job. Do they even want to work here? Do they even know where they're applying? So first impressions are um, very important right? And you only get one first impression. I mean, can you, you cannot redo a first impression, but if given the chance and the opportunity and and grace, you can have a chance to redeem yourself. Absolutely. Lord willing, that can happen with me. (laughs) So the pressure though, let's discuss the pressure of expectations that are associated with making great first impressions. I kind of touched on it. When you're going for an interview, there is an incredible amount of pressure. Like, do I look okay? Am I the person that they want? Am I expressing myself correctly? Explaining my, am I articulating my first impressions, y'all's first impressions on me when you're listening to my podcast? Where did you jump in at? Episode one, episode 10? Like, where are you jumping in at? How do you, how do I make you feel? Is my voice annoying to some people? You know, like all these things, obviously you can't fall into um, a people-pleasing pattern or being so consumed with how people perceive you. 
or what their impression is of you, you have to be confident in who you are for one that's going to help your a first impression, right? If you're walking boldly and confidently and you go into this interview like, yeah, you should hire me. Not cocky, confident. Yes, you should hire me. I would make a great fit for your team. I would I would add value to your organization. You know, I I think there also needs to be a balance there of healthy expectations as well as understanding who you are and how you carry yourself and the value of a first impression. It should you should take pride in that in the fact of, you know, how you present yourself. First impressions can open doors and create opportunities. Um I, they're just I'm, it's absolutely critical when you're going about and, you know, carrying yourself in um like networking events because you might not be there to connect with that person, but that person might know somebody and because they had such a great first impression with you, then they're going to pass your information along to someone else. So although the pressure is probably can be overwhelming, learning the value of it and learning how to navigate it is very important. So finding balance. Let's explore some scenarios where balancing messy action and first impressions is crucial such as entrepreneurship, maybe creative projects, dating. That's that's a good one. So your first impression and the messy action with that, balancing the two of those in a dating uh, scenario, you're stepping out. You're stepping out in an uncomfortable place. I don't know. It's been a very long time since I've dated. Um, but actually, it hasn't been that long. And I, I do remember. It was very uncomfortable. <laughs> it was super uncomfortable. And I would never want to do it again. And God forbid if something were to happen, I would not date again. I would be solo <laughs> for the rest of my time on earth. But, um, you know, that's that's a balancing act as well. You have to take that messy action of getting out there, putting yourself out there, dating. Um, you know, one of my friends, she's a coach and she's single and she's putting herself out there. And it is super awkward for her because she is a very confident woman and uh, very successful um, so I imagine that it's very intimidating for a man to come alongside and, you know, he's got to be confident in who he is and what he's bringing to the table as well. So those first impressions are huge because I'm sure yeah, I can't even speak for her. So I have no idea what her first impressions are with these men that she has, you know, gone on dates with. But some practical advice on when to te- take the leap of messy action and when to be mindful of first impressions, I'm going to say applying for jobs because uh, that was something that was recent with me. And I've decided that I'm going to get a part-time job so I can have some extra income um, so that I can expand my business and uh, either hire someone or uh, free up some of my time. Uh, that's kind of an ironic idiom, right? Getting a part-time job to free up time, but getting a part-time job to um, contribute to the household and to invest in my business has been a very hard, real, realistic step that I'm considering. And the messy action I took was I have not worked in years. I've been an entrepreneur doing business for over three years now. And so I have not worked a nine to five job in 
a long time. And so my resume looks funky. Um, I don't know what to do and say really. My, I, I only know medicine and I'm not going back into medicine. So that's, that's tricky in and of itself, right? So taking that messy action of putting together a new resume and applying for jobs, making connections, and then there's first impressions. So funny, not funny story. I came across an opportunity that was going to be, is pretty, a pretty cool opportunity. And so I reached out to some friends and said, you know, Hey, does anyone have any connections at XYZ? You know, let me know I'm applying for a job there. I would love to be able to make a connection. And someone did know someone and by the grace of God got me uh, a name and email. And I was corresponding with this person and I sent them my resume. Well, because I was taking messy action, I did not proofread my resume enough, nor I had everything go wrong that could possibly go wrong during this. It's funny now, but I'm going to spare you the whole entire story. The long story short is the first email, because he said, send me your resume and I'll send it to the recruiter. The first email I sent him, for some reason, the attachments didn't attach. So my cover letter and resume didn't attach. And then something was going on funky with my internet connection. And when I realized that it didn't attach, I hurried up and I sent a follow-up email with it, but it didn't send. And his email came through saying, hey, I noticed that there's not a resume. Did you want me to use your website? And I'm thinking, dear God, no, because my website is about coaching and speaking and my podcast. Like it has nothing to do with what y'all do and what I'm applying for. So I'm freaking out. And then my email went to him with the attachments. And then I get an email back from him saying, I received the attachments. However, I've noticed a couple of things that maybe you want to fix. Just let me know if you want to fix or do you want me to send this? And it was just stupid errors. It was because I used a template. So things that I did not populate were still there that were like suggestive things to put into the resume. I was mortified. Things were spelled wrong. I was so mortified because this was a, a good opportunity. So I took messy action and I feel I had a horrible first impression. So I, I hope you're laughing on that side of this because it was like whatever could go wrong went wrong and I was just like this I cannot believe this is happening to me and in fact I included that in one of the emails I said if you could see the mortified look on my face right now like legit I didn't say legit but I did say if you could see the mortified look on my face but anyways I digress I got a dear John email (laughs) thanks for applying we went with another candidate but listen to this guys this might be the grace of God So after all that happened and I got the email of, we went with another candidate and I'm thinking, yeah, I I could imagine. I, I would too, you know? Then I saw they posted again the same position, or excuse me, same job title, I guess, if you will, job position, different requisition number. So guess what? I went through and I recrafted my resume. I fixed the errors. I moved stuff around so it does not look anything like the first one did. So they're not going to see it and be like, oh Lord, this joker is applying again. So I recrafted my resume. I took my time on it and I proofread it and I recrafted the cover letter and I applied again and I took messy action again. 
because I can't expect things to change, shift, move, grow. I can't expect to achieve my goals long term if I don't take messy action now. I learned my lesson. Lordy B, I learned my lesson and I moved forward and I did it and I took messy action. So I hope there can be some practical tips in this. If anything, it was a funny episode for y'all to realize that I am human too. But, you know, the other thing is making sure that you have goals in mind and you know long-term what you want and you know short-term what you want and you map out what are the steps that you have to take in order to achieve said goal. And that's what I'm doing right now. And I am sacrificing whatever it may be. I'm surrendering and giving it to God of, okay, this is where I want to be. And if that means I need to pick up a part-time job in order to do this and do my, my business on the side, then I'll do that. I'll do whatever it takes so that the end result is, you know, what you laid on my heart. So friends, I just want to encourage you to take missy action. Remember that first impressions are very important. However, there is redemption. I love you guys. Remember, you were divinely created for a divine purpose and your story matters. Drop me some love. Send me some comments. If this episode resonated with you or if it was hilarious and you want to share it, please share it. And the most generous thing that you can do is rate and review my podcast so that other people can find it as well as sharing it. And if you share it, please, please, please tag me so I can show you some love um, and so I can connect with you. Not to sell you anything, just want to be your friend. I love you guys and we'll catch you on the next episode.